Welcome to Geek Girl Soup. I'm Susan. I'm Kelly. I'm Court. And it's awards season. Yay. <laughs> and festival season all at once. <laughs> so today we are talking about the best awards ever. And those, of course, are the Soupies, the uh, annual award ceremony presented by Geek Girl Soup. We give like a bowl of our best soup to the winners. <laughs> and so uh, we're, we're not giving out the awards today, but we're just talking about some of the, uh, <laughs> some of our favorite you categories. Me. I'm sorry. Why? I, I'm not prepared at all. I like the homework I'm prepared for is to discuss the five things I'm most looking forward to watching yeah. in 2022, yeah. the, my five top films of 2021 and my five top shows of 2021. I'm not prepared for the soupies. So I'm okay. sitting here not interrupting you. And I'm like, I know I saw your eyes look. getting bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> Yeah, Kelly, yeah. the only reason I didn't freak out is because on the doc, she actually put preview for like, yes. the, the soupy. So I was like, okay, yes. okay. Because like you, she's not, not, I'm not finished either. No, and she's not saying preview. And I'm yeah. thinking, listeners, okay, I'm not going to say anything yet, but dudes, <laughs> <laughs> if only y'all could see. <laughs> what Court and I are doing here, and I'm not wearing my glasses, so I see Court, but I and she's wearing glasses, so I can't see what's behind the glasses. But I'm not wearing glasses, so yeah, they could see my eyes looking yeah. like saucers. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was yeah. pretty funny. <laughs> like Susan, where are you going with this? <laughs> this hey, a whole I didn't different know. podcast. I had no idea. <laughs> uh, okay. And now, yes, I've, yeah, that's, that's part of the problems. Like I started talking and it's like, a, yeah. wait, no, we're not going there. So I had to talk myself back. So yeah. <laughs> in the meantime, and, you guys were all freaking out. So, yeah, but, and, and I'm COVID Kelly today. I, well, yeah, I tested positive for SARS-CoV-2 a few days. My whole household did my son and oldest daughter staying with me. So I'm feeling lightheaded and I'm like, whoa, I totally missed the home. <laughs> there you go. You've got this thing is real affecting me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. And I'm laughing too much. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> why don't we, we preview the uh, Kelly Smith Memorial Award. What is it? Tell us all about it. Is it the usual, the yeah. binging yes. award? Okay, good. Because <laughs> like one year we changed it. So it's the binging award. Yeah. And right. I already know who I'm giving it to. And I think it just yeah. needs to go to this person. Because the, um, yeah, the criteria are a little different this year. It's mm-hmm. not for one of us. So. Right. No, we all deserve it every year because we are the master bingers. Yeah. Yeah, yes. true. it's just a given for us now. Yeah. So now we give it to a community member and uh, yeah, I already have someone picked out. Cool. Um, yeah. Court, I don't see your memorial award on the, on the spreadsheet here. So uh, yeah. And we know we're misusing the term memorial because yes. <laughs> we ain't dead. 
So we've been like, my award is the first one named after any of us. And we did that as a total joke. Yes. So just so y'all know, we're not Mm -hmm. stupid. Right. Well, mine will be biggest creeper moment of the year. Oh. And take from that what you will. Okay. So it's a self-interpreted creeper thing. But you know, I love horror. So of course I mean horror, but that could be with somebody else. Well, yeah. I mean, it it could be a monster. It could be a human. Yeah. It could be. Let me give you an example. I was up late last night and I watched Hollow Man with uh, Kevin Bacon again for the first time in maybe 10 years or longer. And I forgot how gross he was in that movie. Not him, not Kevin, the character. The character mm-hmm. was gross because he misused his new power. Of, and we know he turned into a, a madman and did murder and things. But before he turned mad, he was feeling up all on people's chest. Mm-hmm. He raped somebody. Mm-hmm. So he, 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 if he, we were doing this now, he would get the Creeper Award. And again, not Kevin, but the character in the Hollow Man movie. And I, I think I, I mentioned mine last week, the Susan Monk Memorial. It was fine. Award. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. It was fine. Yeah. Uh, are there any other awards that you, the others on here are pretty standard. Mm-hmm. Well, for us. For us. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we don't have a quarantine. We don't have a quarantine this year, do we? You know, a, a cocktail, quarantine cocktail. We did that the first, uh, like mm-hmm. the first year, like the lockdown year. Right. We should but do that again. Year. Yeah. yeah. Well, go ahead and add that. <laughs> we have a, we have a recipe, but not yeah. a, yeah. Um, well, I guess the recipe could be a cocktail. Yeah. Well, but I think of those are of two di- as two different things. Okay. My daughter and I made um, a couple nice cocktails over Christmas and uh, it was while making one of those that I cut my finger and needed a stitch in it the next day. I didn't go right away. So he gave me only one stitch so that mm-hmm. it didn't get infected. That was fun. I did that, cut it on Christmas Eve and got the stitch on Christmas Day. Merry Christmas to me. Right. And then you took <laughs> yeah. it on a trip. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like maybe the best drinks stitch. are the ones that, yeah, the best drinks are the ones that have stories attached. This and is blood. true. This is for mm-hmm. blood. Yeah. Yeah. So you, yeah. A drop of blood. So you really get to know your bartender. <laughs> <laughs> Which was me. Right, well. <laughs> so yeah, that's the soupies. We will be giving away those awards uh, in several weeks. I don't mm-hmm. know the exact date, but yeah, it's coming up. Why don't we, we will start with the um, movies, okay. our top five movies of 2021. You say five, <laughs> like it's a solid number. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do, I do have well, five. I got, I have five and a lot of honorable mentions. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, we, we got to have those. There might be a, a tie at number five, if I'm allowed. <laughs> you know how we I are. tried. I've really tried. Yeah. Like, I, I did. So. I came up with the list. I was really good. And mm-hmm. then other stuff kept popping up. Like, I would start oh. watching something, or I would go on HBO Max, and I was like, oh, I forgot that. I based, my, 
I based my top five movies and top five shows lists solely on what I gave a nine or a 9.5 to. That was smart, Kelly. I did too. Yeah. Yeah. Solely on that. And Mm -hmm. so I ended up with nine movies and, oh my gosh, nine, no, eight shows. Yeah. Eight shows. Kelly, yeah. why don't we start with your number five movie? Okay. Oh, I did this in reverse order. Okay. My number five. Yeah. Wow. I'm looking at this. I'm like, no, this is not number five. <laughs> so my number five is actually my number one. Okay. So my number five movie is LFG. It is a documentary about the U.S. women's national soccer team that we saw at Tribeca. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Trebek Online, directed by Sean Fine and Andrea Nix. And I think it's it then it came to streaming right. really quickly. Yeah. I think it, it was on what HBO Peacock? Max? I think it was HBO Max. HBO? I don't remember. Okay. That. I should have looked that up before getting ready to this. And uh, LFG stands for Let's Fucking Go, if I remember correctly. Yeah. yeah. Court, what was your number five? See, remember, I told you guys I had. I had a three-way tie at number five. <laughs> or whatever. You're five or whatever. So <laughs> number five of the list. <laughs> at the at the bottom of the list above the honorable mention crowd, um, is King Richard. Um, you know, the story of uh Venus and Serena's dad. And, you know, it's actually about their actual family. So um, like that is at um number five with Spencer which I finally got to see. I rented it. Kristen Stewart, like she killed everything in this movie. Mm. Like it, it took me all the way back to the nineties when of course we didn't know everything that was happening behind the scenes. And even now, all we really know is what was said in um, like just the, the papers or what's like said third hand. Like we don't know what really happened behind the scenes, but like you take this just like with the crown and then you go with them and you feel it with them. But my girl killed it. I felt like I was actually watching Diana and I was mad all over again on Diana's behalf. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Encanto. I took my niece to see Wait, that over <laughs> I said it was a three-way tie. Okay. Pick, pick, pick which one of those would you think would do better. Like, pick which one of those should have been top. See? Nobody talks about Bruno. The song? Oh, have you guys not seen Encanto? Like, everybody is obsessed ex- but... with the soundtrack. We don't talk about Bruno as a song. But at least just go listen to the song. Um, but, like, that movie was just amazing. Like, uh, it, it speaks to the fact that everybody is special in their own way. Everybody has a place in the family. And um, somebody wrote an article, some dude wrote an article about how all the Disney movies are now having it where there's no romantic love. Like, who gives a fuck about romantic love? This, this was a movie about familial love. Like, what's wrong with that? Yeah, and, that's yeah, actually and more important. Movies, exactly. Right, about families and, and towards kids. And so it's like, you know, I mean, if the parents have some romantic scenes, fine exactly there and there was romantic scenes in there too like you got to see the grandmother with her husband before he passed away i'm sorry for who i'm spoiling but he did die before all this actually started but you got to see scenes of that you got to see scenes of the parents and the uncles and aunts and it was there was all kinds of love in that movie Mm -hmm. and you feel good watching it yeah it doesn't always have to be about a romantic relationship yeah and again it's disney movie like you want romantic love for the kids that's what you want okay mm-hmm. even though i'm a grown-ass woman and i love that movie so. <laughs> yeah it's 
fine. Well, I did my list a little differently. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, like, like Kelly, I, I looked at where things were rated, where I rated them during the year. And if I wrote little notes about it, even better, because I, I don't remember all these movies that I watched. And so what I did when I was picking the top five is I picked like maybe five different kinds of movies that were Me too. ranked higher on my yes. list. Yeah. Yes. So it kind of, and not, you know, the t- actual top five ranking. So yeah, yeah. Like LFG is my only documentary. I mean, otherwise mine would have been like one drama and four documentaries. That's what I thought. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> we did yeah. it the same. <laughs> we made up the same rules. <laughs> oh yes. my God. So inadvertently. <laughs> yes. Can you believe that I'm actually going to have a quote comedy on my oh, list? Oh my gosh. Well, my number five then is it's kind of a comedy also. And it's kind of a it it's kind of everything it's a comedy it's a video game it's a horror film it's werewolves within <laughs> so, yes. well okay <laughs> which was so much fun uh watching it and it's it's based on a a video game and board game. A, oh a board game mm-hmm. okay it turned into a really fun movie <laughs> so yeah and I think, yeah, we saw it at all three of us, I think, or maybe just me and Court saw it at Tribeca. Mm-hmm. And then it's available to rent now. All right. Kelly, cool. you're number four. Number four is an action movie. Nobody. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'll jump in here <laughs> because that's also my number four. <laughs> Woohoo! Bob Odenkirk, directed by Russian filmmaker Ilya Nashtuler. That was so much fun. It was. And you Loved know, also when I look back on the on the spreadsheet and everything, I I watched that one four times. So it was my <gasps> most watched movie of Whoa. last year. That's awesome. Wild. And we had to rent it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I bought it. Oh yeah. You know. Same. Okay. Oh good. Cool. Yeah. 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 After renting it, I knew I'm like, yeah, I'm going to buy this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Court. Do you have okay. another three way tie? No, no, no. That was at the bottom. Like I had finished my <laughs> list and I was like, oh, okay, this is the last movie. And I was like, wait a minute. No, wait a minute. No, this one. And it, those couldn't be honorable mentions. I'm sorry. But I do have one movie at number four. Um, this was my first movie. <laughs> this was my first movie um, back in the theater. Um, in August after a two, almost two year hiatus. Now I'm back on hiatus, but like before. So it was um, Ryan Reynolds free guy. Um, and I, initially I wasn't going to go see it because like it, it, it didn't have like any kind of history to it. You know, I love my comic book movies. Like this was a brand new thing and nobody Wait really knew what it was. An original story. They yeah. Right. Those? Really? It's an original IP and they weren't expecting it to, you know, do as, you know, to do very much because a lot of people didn't really know what it was, but it did amazing. It was, at, it was number one for like weeks and weeks and weeks. Um, like wow. it was even still doing well when June came out. And so I went to the movie theater, paranoid as ever. The, the movie theater, thankfully, was not crowded. It, it was a nice, smallish crowd for, you know, that 
time of year where we were. Um, and I just sat there with my little mask and like, I just laughed my butt off for the entire movie. It, it made me feel so much joy. As soon as it was available, I bought it because it, it's, it's that good. So nice. Yeah. Uh, so Kelly, we're back to you with number three. Here's my drama. It uh, is from Sundance. It's Mass, which is nominated for a Spirit Award, uh, directed by Franz Kranz, uh, Fran Kranz, starring Jason Isaacs, and Dowd, Martha Plimpton, and Reed Burney. Just fabulous. And it's, is it just for rent right now? No, it's straight. Okay, that's right. It's a rent. I looked it up on Apple and it's for rent or yeah. uh, a screener. If you're a Spirit Award member, if you were one in time and it's too late to get screeners this year, if you're not already a member. So hold off until next year. Court number three. Okay. Um, so number three, um, we, we've talked about this one already. We actually talked about it with one of our favorite people for a very special podcast. Um, it was Dune with uh, Paul Atreides and family. Of course, it was the very beginning of the story, um, but you know, it set a lot of wonderful groundwork and it was just a beautiful, beautiful telling of this story. Um, I saw, I had to see it in the theaters before I saw it on the small screen. And when I came back, I saw it on the small screen multiple times for the rest of the month that it was available. And now I have the Blu-ray. So oh, I'm all set. Wow. I, it's, nice. oh. And my favorite, of course, the Duke. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I Look had to get it. Him. He's so beautiful. I, I love mm-hmm. the Duke. Mm-hmm. It's a pop Funko doll for or figuring, not doll figuring for y'all who can't see, which is Very all y'all. y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but Duke Plato, I like, I, I love so many things about that movie. Um, like just, it, it, it's, not, it's not overwhelming. It just, it just felt so massive watching it like on the big screen. Like it, like it's supposed to be. So that was almost my number two choice. So then, why wasn't it one of the others? Well, because I ended up picking just one for each of these five main categories. So I went with mm-hmm. the different kind of sci-fi movie. Yeah, yeah. So which you'll see in a minute. I mean, I, I wish you guys had floated the rule because all well, of mine are movies. <laughs> You know, it's like, and, it's like what we always do. We kind of all put our own little twist on it. So yeah, no, well, it's fine. Well, yeah. Ke- Kelly, spoiler alert, I already told Susan what I did for 2022. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Comic, comic yeah. books had oh, yes. some separate category. <laughs> yeah, I, I noticed that in the text uh, thread. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah. Well, my, my number three is my documentary. And surprise it's not available yet um (laughs) was seen at Tribeca and it because of the kind of film it is I can understand why it's having difficulty getting distribution and it is they're trying to kill us Mm -hmm. and it's a documentary about the big food industrial complex and Mm -hmm. how um and and food inequality you know with uh, like grocery stores and fast food and all of that, why that's pushed towards like lower income minority communities and the healthier choices are easier to find in the uh, richer white neighborhoods. That's on my honorable mention list. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
So good. Yeah, it really was. I, I wish it were available, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm putting this in your, in your minds right now to look for it when it does become available. Yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll let you guys know. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, it's it, powerful. Definitely. I love that. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, number two, Kelly. So this is my, it, it's drama slash sci-fi. So it, it, it's actually my sci-fi category. The Benjamin Cleary Swan Song, starring Mahershala Ali, Naomi Harris, Aquafina, and Glenn Close. And it is on mm-hmm. Apple TV+. Plus. Love this so much. I know you can't compare it to Dune, but it's just, it's, it's sci-fi-ish. So well, the cinematography was, was oh. nice. Yes. Like Dune. So, so there yeah, you go. but totally different. But totally they're, different. They're right. two totally, totally different state. movies. Right. Yeah. I, I think, you know, Dune fans would never call this sci fi. And yeah. No, it is. It, it has the sci fi elements yeah. to it. Because, oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. Just a different, like, Dune is more fantasy for me. Yeah. True. True. Sci fi fantasy. Yeah, yeah, it is more fantasy. That's true. And that and Swan Song is sci-fi, but subtly, like placed yeah. in the real world. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it's still, you know, our future, but mm-hmm. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But definitely sci-fi. Yeah. I'm sorry, Dune. I love you. <laughs> I've seen Dune twice. I've seen Swan Song only once. Like Dune is easier to watch multiple times back to back. Swan Song would be tough. Like I'll watch it mm-hmm. again one day. I just can't watch it back to back. Because it's it's pretty emotional. So, Very yeah. emotional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Court, you're number two. Is there only okay. one? Okay. <laughs> there is only I know, one. I'm telling you, I did you. really good for the first four. And I'm going to show you guys what this list looks like after we're done. It was a struggle. All right. So number two, Coda. We saw that, um, Uh or I I saw that at one of the festivals. I can't remember which one right now. Um, But that's now available on Apple Plus. I think it came out in December on Apple Plus. Um, That's the one where, um, you know, you have um, the the family, um, the deaf family, and Mm -hmm. um, the, was it child of? uh, Of deaf adults. a deaf adults. Thank you. I kept thinking parents. No, of deaf adults, and like she was the only hearing person in her family. Um, it was her mom, her brother, and um, her her dad. And I, the dad was is up for an award, right? The guy who plays the dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for lead yeah, actor. Up, I think. Yes, for lead actor. And um, like they just did an amazing job all the way around. Like the mom was played by Marley Maitland, who I've always always loved. Mm-hmm. And like the movie made me cry, um, but like in a joyful way. So, um, like that, that movie stuck with me throughout the entire year. I feel like I saw it at the beginning of last year and it yeah. still stuck with me. I kept waiting for it to come out and then it finally came out. December yeah. It was for everybody the, else. the big movie at Sundance last year. Okay. Cause I think it yeah. sold for like 25 million. Wow. Yeah. 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 yeah if you yeah. guys haven't seen it, I know you guys have seen it. Yeah. But for anyone who hasn't checked it out yet, it's just a wonderful story. And my number two is a musical and it is also on Apple TV plus <laughs> all three of these <laughs> that we're doing for our number nice. two are the Apple TV plus movies. Nice. Uh, it is come from away. Yes. Yeah. Jillian, I forgot that one. Yes. And 
Yeah. See, that's why these spreadsheets are, are helpful. Mm -hmm. I know. Like, wow, I gave that a 9.5. Wow. Wow. Well, then I guess I better put it in my top five. (laughs) So, but yeah, I, I really, um, like that one. And that one also was September. I think it came Mm -hmm. to, um, was it in September that it came to? Yes. uh, Yeah. It was like right before September September 11th. 11th. Okay. Yeah. Mm watched it and I was like crying through the whole thing and it mm-hmm. was you know it's really good <laughs> so yeah I, I recommend it and I'm usually you know like come from away and Hamilton those are like my two favorite recent <laughs> modern musicals <laughs> so all right and now drum roll everybody number ones <laughs> okay <laughs> Kelly so real quick, I just noticed that my top five movies, none of them repeat as far as where I saw them. I've got Tribeca, Rent, Sundance, Apple TV Plus, and my number one, I actually first saw in the theater, and then 10 days later, I watched it again on Netflix. And that is Don't Look Up, directed by Adam, written and directed by Adam McKay. And should I list everyone who's in it? DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Meryl Streep, Jonah Hill, Kate Blanchett, Tyler Perry, Timothy Chalamet, Melanie Linsky, Mark Rylance, Ron Perlman, Ken Cootie, Kid Cootie, Ariana Grande, Himesh Patel, who's just in Station Eleven, and Michael Chiklis. There are others, but these are the names that I know. <laughs> yes. Loved that movie so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. And I love how it polarized people. And yet it is, is it now the number two movie of all time on Netflix or is it still number three? I haven't looked recently. It was number three and it was about to overtake. Oh, I think it is number two now. I don't remember. Yeah, I think it did surpass Bird Box. Yes, it did. It surpassed Bird Box mm-hmm. and it's close to Red Notice. Pretty awesome. Yeah, within the first just a uh, few weeks of uh, of appearing on Netflix. Okay, Court, what's your number one? <laughs> uh, okay, and is so there ever one? <laughs> there, I'm telling you, there is only one. Um, like when I first picked these, I didn't pick them with any particular order in mind, except for like the last five. The number five was picked altogether. But this one um, was Spider-Man No Way Home. I'm that girl. I love my comic book movies. And like the reason this is my favorite, spoiler alert, mute yourselves or walk away for two seconds if you haven't seen it yet and you're worried about spoilers. I'm not going to spoil everything, but just to say that there was 20 years worth of uh, story behind this particular movie, things that happened in previous movies um, that were very important, certain characters that we saw that came back that you know, like my heart was full watching this movie and watching certain things come full circle. So I loved everything about this movie. And of course it moved things forward um, for like just different characters that I'm interested to see what happens with next. I I loved everything about No Way Home. And that was directed by John Watts. um, And of course it has, uh, what's his name? Little Tom Holland. Little Tom Holland. (laughs) I keep calling that. Like, I... (laughs) I'm, I am that adult who, like, I'll see people who are like, oh my God, he's so handsome. Like, he's a child to me. <laughs> like, I know he's in his early 20s, but he's a child to me. I'm sorry. The same thing. He is that young. Chalamet. 
he's he's in his twenties. Right. He's in early twenties. But Timothy Chalamet, he's a he's a beautiful young man. But I don't lust after him. That's why I have this of Duke Leto because yeah. that's who I can lust after. Yeah, Timothy is a child to me. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's like what twenty seven or something. Yeah, I think he's the, very he's the same talented. age as my daughters. Yeah, yeah, very talented young man, very beautiful. Oh sure, man. oh yes, yeah. But he's yeah. them. He's not for exactly. Me. Exactly. Yeah. I can't date anyone my kids' ages. No. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> uh-huh. That's yeah. just my own personal rule. I know other people do it, but yeah. I, I mean, I I'm not going to say it. never because you never know. True. You know, I don't. I what do they say? Predict, half but... plus seven? Is yeah, this, but. Should be your lower limit. Right. But my oldest daughter is <laughs> now half my age plus two. So. That's yeah, still no, just yeah, no. I get, you know, in five more years, then her age will be half my age plus seven. Anyway, let's move on to your number one. <laughs> <laughs> my, my number one is something that um that is coming up again. So it's our it's our first repeated one, uh or second repeated one. Yeah, uh, it's mass. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And I, I kept meaning to rewatch it last night, but I actually got some work done on my uh, school project. Oh my gosh. Mm. Cool. And so what am I doing today? Uh, yeah. I, I, anyway, <laughs> procrastinating. I'm, 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 yeah. Like the word it's in the word pro. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so anyway, uh, it's just it's a beautiful movie. It's very it's it's moving. It's something that whether we want to hear it or not, we need to hear it. Mm-hmm. The people that well, most of the people that need to hear it will never see it just mm-hmm. because of the yeah. you know, if they know anything about it, they're not gonna it's like I don't need to watch that crap. Yeah. So and and it's a small film and a sort of quiet film until you're watching it, you know, then it's, it's very powerful, but yeah, it's not a blockbuster. It's got amazing actors, but they're not huge name stars. I mean, they're, you know, they're stars, but again, they're not, you know, well, in, in my eyes, they're huge. Oh, for, <laughs> yeah. same. I mean, yes, for me too. Yeah, yeah. general. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, it, the average person on the street mm-hmm. maybe like who? Right. Yeah, and you say you know so and so from this yeah, it's those Patty from the leftovers actor. and yeah, and Malfoy like you, you from them. right. Yeah, exactly. yeah, from Harry mm-hmm. Potter. Yeah, I mean yeah. among other things, but yeah, yeah, yeah just so, gorgeous film. Yeah, and now okay, we'll quickly run through our. Um, <laughs> well, that's right, Court. Quickly, you're gonna have to talk fast. <laughs> so, I, I can do that. I can do that. Yeah, but, yeah let's not talk about them. Let's just name them. Right. The honorable mentions. So, Kelly, we'll start with your honorable mentions. Rita Moreno, just a girl who decided to go for it from Sundance. It's a documentary. Dune, HBO Max, Sci-Fi. Judas and the Black Messiah, Sundance. It's a biopic, and then it moved to HBO Max. I don't think it's there anymore. And uh, they're trying to kill us. Tribeca. It's a documentary. All right. Fast enough. <laughs> Excellent. Court. 
Okay. Um, Ghostbusters Afterlife, Malignant, Last Night in Soho, Shang-Chi, Together Together, Indian Sweets and Spices, See For Me, Judas and the Black Messiah. Awesome. Yay, Judas. That's two out of three so far. Yeah. So I, I, I did it again. I split my honorable mentions into two categories. Uh, I have short films. Uh, uh, I don't uh, know, because <laughs> no. some of them were just so were just so good, and, and I knew that I wasn't going to mention them in the uh, yeah in the other category in the actual yeah. top five because these are really yeah. hard to find. And they are Raspberry, A Concerto is a Conversation, To Know Her, Bombirac, and Bruiser. Cool. And I think I saw all. So of those aren't in- honorable mentions. Those, Those are, are your top short films. Yeah, but I put them in the honorable mention category. Just no, but those are your no top short place. films. You're yeah. the only one who wrote down short films. So okay. those are your, those are Geek Girl Soup's top films right. of 2021. <laughs> All right. And my feature films, honorable mention. Well, okay. Well, again, we'll round it out. Judas and the Black Messiah. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah. Uh, there, and then... Like most of the rest are documentaries. My name is Polly Murray. This is the way we rise. Playing with sharks. Rita mm-hmm. Moreno, just a girl who decided to go for it and try harder. So mm-hmm. yeah, all but one are documentaries. Right. <laughs> and oh my God, Judas and the Black Messiah is a fucking biopic. Susan, I, I am shocked. Yeah. Proud. proud. It was fine. <laughs> yes, it was fine. But it's an honorable mention. <laughs> yes. So is that going to get the the Susan Monk Memorial uh, Soupy Award this year? We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Stay tuned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It uh, might win mine for best biopic. Is that a category? Anyway, yeah. We've got to have one. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, okay. Now we're going on to our to our best of television awards for what we saw in 2021 2021 shows that we saw in 2021 mm-hmm. and court we'll start with you okay i'm glad i got to go first because i know this is on your list um number five for me is hacks uh it's <gasps> always a pleasure it's always a pleasure when gene smart is on my television and like the character that she played was just so like out there and ballsy and amazing and like her counterpart like they just fit each other so perfectly um it, it's not a romance it doesn't have to be a romance but damn was that relationship awesome so mm-hmm. I, I loved everything about this show and i can't wait for it to come back and there was a romance i forget who she had that romance with but it's a character actor you've seen yeah. in everything mm-hmm. well that and and then her assistant and the water guy <laughs> yeah. So, yeah yeah you know yeah i was that's the first romance in that show i thought of uh, yeah yeah anyway yeah uh kelly you're number five same thing it's also hacks oh, nice. and that's on hbo max it's a comedy gene smart and hannah einbender or einbinder um those are the two main people just fabulous and uh gene smart won an emmy didn't she and she's up for golden globe and she's also up for a golden globe for another show that shall be named later <laughs> okay. well 
how about now? Okay. <laughs> so you're ranking it that low. Oh my God. Well, At least you're naming it. I, I did kind of the same thing with the TV shows that I did with the, with the movies. Yeah, I, I did not. Different types that were ranked high. Yeah. So, and so it works out that my number five is Mayor of Easttown. <laughs> so we're consistent now with HBO Max. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, this was really, I wasn't sure I was going to watch it. And then I finally, a few weeks in, I, and I did, and I avoided spoilers mm. until I finally, yeah. Cause I think I watched like the first five or six, like all mm-hmm. during the same week. Mm-hmm. But do you know I why you we did. did that? Do you understand why we did that? Because Kelly was like, I need to call you guys. I need to talk about yes. this. And I couldn't. <laughs> so we, we went and binged it. That's why. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> thank you, Kelly. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my God. That, that should be a award. Uh-huh. Right. Binging <laughs> for Kelly. No. Binging something just for I Kelly. Needed, I needed or, to talk to you. <laughs> or damn it, I needed to talk to you. So Okay. wore you down and made you watch the okay. show <laughs> or it could be that yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> something I watched just because a GGS buddy told me to <laughs> or finally wore me down yes yeah. finally wore me down not told me to wore me down it's like, oh. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. yes by the way, I noticed that, yes, my shows are the same thing. I've got a drama, a sci-fi, post-apocalypse, a dark comedy, and a real comedy. Two have the word comedy in it. We can never mock me about comedies again, but though both right. of these are smart. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As in Gene Smart? <laughs> Only one has Gene Smart in it, All right. but yes. All right. Uh, Court, you're number four. Uh, number four is another favorite of uh, GGS, Ted Lasso. He brought joy to us in the first season, and he brought much needed joy to us in the second season. He and his compatriots, like and Hannah Waddingham and Juno Temple, and um, like fucking Roy, <laughs> Brett Goldstein, Brett Goldstein, so much joy, and not even the show itself, the, like just how they are outside of the show, also brought joy. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. some of the most epic speeches that we saw this last year in 2021 oh, came yeah. from all those folks. So yeah, the joy, much needed joy. Yeah, and that's all. I'll say. Kelly, my number four. Okay, yeah. So uh, no, pattern here: three of my shows are HBO Max, and two are Apple TV Plus. So the next one is Apple TV Plus, dark comedy. Physical, starring Rose Byrne, Paul Sparks, and uh, Deidre Friel. I had no idea who they were until watching this. So Rose Byrne was really the only name, recognizable name in it, I I thought. Only recognizable name to me. Uh, uh, Deidre Friel. I, I recognize the dude, Paul Sparks. I forget what else he's been in, but you, know, you see him, you recognize him. Deidre Friel plays the new friend or not new friend but the friend whom she keeps like you know i won't say but anyway fabulous 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 i don't remember if y'all watched it no y'all didn't oh oh it's so <laughs> and, and not even on purpose kelly it's one of those things where okay i'm kelly told me watch it, watch it 
exactly forgot yeah, about it just yeah. don't have time there's so many other things they're so good this one is amazing it takes place in the 80s and roseburn um is like as skinny as she can be but she doesn't feel it she feels ugly she gets into aerobics and there's a political thing in it and just it's it's so good Yes. And that's like where the dark comedy is with the eating stuff and the political stuff. And it's, it's, there's nothing ha ha funny. It's, it's like biting and great commentary on society. And yeah, highly, highly recommend. I was blown away. Mm-hmm. Well, my number four, I'm, I'm still on HBO Max here. (laughs) It is something that is, it's comedy, it's drama, and it's documentary. Hmm. It is How To with John Wilson. Hmm. I haven't watched that yet. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) And that's, you know, another purpose of the top five list is to bring attention to these things that and get people to watch them. Mm-hmm. It is. He has like a theme for every like half hour show, so it's really easy to um, to binge it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, cool. But I recommend watching an episode, thinking about it, and you know, because he, you know he this is in New York City that he that he films, and so most of this is about problems that are specific problems and solutions that might be specific to New York, but you can really, you can find them anywhere. That's cool. There's there's a show about parking and, (laughs) you know, and that, you know, he starts off talking about parking spaces and then moves to like reserving a space at the, um, you know, in the park, you know, a, a picnic table or whatever in the park, you know, things like that spaces, you know, that's cool. So yeah, it's lots of fun. It's it's a great show. I recommend it. Watch watch the first episode tonight, and then you'll know if you want to watch anymore. <laughs> uh, number three, Court. Okay, so number three, um, I, I was comedy heavy. He, comedy heavy. <laughs> um, this one was only murders in the building. Um, it's the return of Martin Short and Steve Martin. And I wasn't sure what to think of Selena Gomez before I saw the show. Like, I, I, I know Selena Gomez, not personally, of course, um, but I've seen things that she's been in. I, I know her music, but, like, I didn't know what to expect of her, like, working with these two legends. And she fit right in. She was even funnier than them in some of these, in some of the moments. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, only murders are in our building. Like, they have a murder in the building happen, and, like, they decide to do a podcast about it. Like, they take off with, like, cereal and, like, do their own thing. And it was really enjoyable. It reminded me of how much I enjoyed murder mysteries. And, like, again, it it gave time for, like, these, like, two favorites of mine, like, Steve Martin and Martin Short to Shine, to bring them to a whole younger generation. And, again, for Selena Gomez to show her chops, like, hey, I'm funny, too. So, That's cool. Mm -hmm. So number three was on HBO Max. 
post-apocalypse, but in a kind of nice way, Station Eleven, based on the book by Emily St. John Mandel, which I read right after it came out and didn't remember any details from, featuring Mackenzie Davis, Himesh Patel, Gail Garcia Bernal, David Cross, Matilda Lawler as young Kirsten, and Lori Petty. Plenty of other people too, but Mm -hmm. these are the ones that jumped out at me just yeah. loved it. It was so beautiful. And it was really condensed. There are 10 episodes, limited series, but they released three on the first day. They released two another time, two another time, and what one on the two others and, or what's that's three, two, two, that's, well, whatever. They released yeah. one for the finale. Was there one another time in there? So I forget. Well, anyway, it was very condensed because of releasing more than one on a few occasions. So, but yeah, it's just awesome. And the post, the apocalyptic part was a flu that wiped out, what was it? 99% of the population or 95, something like yeah. that uh, of yeah. the globe. So like the opposite of our current pandemic. Right. Well, yeah glad mm-hmm. it's not but right. yes i guess there would have been uh fewer people taking sides because <laughs> yeah <laughs> True. Like, well, we're all that's left so we kind of have to get along <laughs> mm-hmm. okay my number three it's a comedy it's Ooh. there's a little bit of drama in there also and a lot of sci-fi it is resident alien it's it's so much fun. It was just a joy to watch it every week uh, last year. And then season two is coming on the end of this month on the 26th. And I'm, yes, I'm a human who's really looking forward to that. And Court, you're number two. Okay. So my number two, um, it took me a minute to get to, to this one. It was all over the internet for weeks before I got to it. And someone told me, Hey, Courtney, you need to watch this immediately. So one Sunday after we recorded, I started a binge and I, it took me all the way to midnight. And of course, um, this one was Midnight Mass on Netflix, um, directed by Mike Flanagan. Um, and oh my, I can't even describe this. I don't want to spoil anything, Um, but it had the right amount of horror and the right amount of mystery for me and the right amount of what the fuck is happening. And it, it, it pays off completely. And it's, it's one of those that will stick with you. Um, And I just, I I really enjoyed it. I'm glad I I listened to the masses and to (laughs) one of my favorite people on this one. And checked it out. It's only seven episodes, but it felt it felt mm-hmm. longer in that it was that epic. Mm. If that makes sense. There were yeah, because there was a lot of, you know, sit and be there, you mm-hmm. know, slow, quiet scenes. There were a lot of those. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> you might hear more about that later. Hmm. <laughs> Kelly, number two. My number two is sci fi from Apple TV Plus Invasion. Music by Max Richter, who did the music from The Leftovers, which I I recognized it was his music literally like three notes in. 
if this had been in the days of name that tune, the game <laughs> show from the seventies or whenever it started, I remember watching yeah, the seventies, I would have successfully gotten it in no more than, than three minutes. Yeah. But, but the way they play it actually probably the first one, you know, with like the full orchestra first note, Max Richter. Yeah. And it went so beautifully with, with the story, all the stories within the show were just gorgeous. Oh my gosh. So beautifully done. And it's been renewed for season two, fortunately, mm-hmm. because of the way it ended. I mean, it yeah. still would have been lovely, but yes. Well, you know, if it, if it had been canceled, then we could add it to our one and done. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, for my number two, um, I went all the way back to the very beginning of 2021. Um, <laughs> another documentary uh, from Netflix, The History of Swear Words. <laughs> <laughs> because why? Big Nick Energy. You know, that had a lot to do with it. So. <laughs> the presentation and it's another quick binge there's like six half hour episodes <laughs> it's lots of fun Easy. and cool. it, you know you learned a lot <laughs> cool so go watch it on netflix all right and court number one you guys know i pledge to talk about this show every day for the rest of forever and it's a mockumentary um this one slipped in under um you know under the uh, finish line or whatever. Uh, it premiered in December. First episode premiered in December. It's Abbott Elementary. Um, and like I said, it's it's in the style of mockumentary. So think Parks and Rec, think The Office, um, but think like the, you're, it's urban schools, city schools, underfunded, but like with these teachers who have so much heart to them. And like when you, if you're on Twitter, you'll see it trending, like even between all the episodes, like people are talking about this show so much and it's so deserved because it's that good. Like, um, like you'll watch, watch one episode and you'll watch it for one character and you might watch the episode again five times and you'll see something else going on with, uh, with a different character and you'll be able to enjoy, um, and appreciate what that different character is bringing to like this, this mm-hmm. on this, you know, this, uh, I can't even talk this canvas. I can't speak, but left me speechless it's it's such a good show and Quinta Brunson I I just want to give her all her flowers now like I'm so proud of her and happy for what she's doing and again with this cast they're amazing Mm -hmm. yeah that's great you know you'll get to name it again next year because only episode one came out in December so technically Mm -hmm. I think it's a show from 2022 okay cool cool cool. yeah see see, with you guys like bending the rules like that and it's like well we saw some of it in 2021 and more in 2022. I'm like, oh, I didn't even think to put those shows in my list. <laughs> anyway. Like I had to. The minute I saw it, it shot to number one for me. Kelly, what right. was your number one? Mayor of Easttown, HBO Max, drama, starring Kate Winslet, Evan Peters, Julianne Nicholson, Jean Smart, Kate, Evan, Julianne, all won Emmys. And Jean Smart was nominated for an Emmy. Uh, all oh No, Evan is not nominated for a Golden Globe. Is he? No, I don't think so. The others are. Are we going to talk about who won? 
Oh, that's right. Uh, we it's a this is a long one. We can it's let random. people look it yeah. up. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, I I, I do want to shout out MJ Rodriguez later though. Like I oh, feel like yes. this is the one time they got everything yes. right where people couldn't watch it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. That it sucks. I said the one time. <laughs> one of the times. <laughs> one of the times. Yes. One of the times they got it right and no one was there to see it. Yeah. So, so I guess we know, yes, the tree that falls in the forest. Yes. It still makes noise. Okay. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That, that answers that. Thank you, Court. You're welcome. welcome. You have answered the oldest, deepest philosophical question ever. Well, and and the answer to the other one, the egg. Um, I don't know how. Actually, well, yes, it would be, but it was a reptilian egg. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then one day a chicken popped out. Yeah. Of the egg. Yeah. Well, a, a little feathered creature, technically. Wasn't a chicken well, just yet. It, down the line. Yes. But the egg was there first. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so anyway. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So so that law is settled. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Any other deep philosophical questions, <laughs> just contact geekgirlsoup at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have the answers. We have answers. <laughs> yes. Or at least the internet's answers. No, we have the answers. answers. Okay. Yes. Capital T, well, capital A. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay the geek girl soup answers and they are often the answers especially if they're philosophical we're we're science-based podcasts so we are science-based but we're also philosophy-based and in philosophy you know that there tend not to be answers you know, like the answer. I mean, there are answers. There's not the answer. So we can have the answer because, you know, anyway, I have the snow now. (laughs) Me too. Uh (laughs) It's like a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's the deck is now has a night. It looks like a powdered donut (laughs) or the trees aren't flocked yet, but the, Mm, but the donut donut is powdered. I actually have some. My daughter ordered delivery from Dunkin' Donuts this morning. Oh, look at you. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got that here. I'm not going to move it around, so, though, but yeah. So, yeah. You're, it's your number one, Susan. Did uh, we leave uh, you out? We did. We did. I'm um, sorry. But we've kind of already talked about it. Uh, Midnight Mass, of course. Nice the one series that I watched and then went back and rewatched. So yeah, you know, it was good. So yeah, yeah, there was just something with the, with the, I guess with the drama and then um, the, the sci-fi portion of it. I loved that. 
and how they, it, it was not sci-fi to them. It was all about mm. their faith. And so, you know, it was just a really interesting show. I loved it. <laughs> well acted and all of that. And, you know, we might even be watching it again in 2022. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll all have to see it. Oh no. I know. I didn't mean that. Well, since we decided to do it for Easter, then I saved it for them. Okay. Mm-hmm. And court went ahead and watched it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I felt Knowing peer she pressured. was going to need to watch peer <laughs> pressure. <laughs> yeah. But, but like Susan said, Kelly, you're twist gonna, you're your arm a second time. You're going to yeah. want to watch it a second time. Kelly. Yeah. Okay. So it's so, okay. so good. I don't yeah. have time right now. I, know. I have I know. 48 oh, things God. to watch for the spirit awards. I know. Yeah, 48 so before what? February 22nd. Voting ends on February 22nd. Okay. This is more than one thing a day to watch, plus yeah, whatever yeah. other regular shows. And right the now we're done's. about to get into what we're the one and done's and our regular theme stuff and the other things on our list that we're looking forward to, including a few um, series that are starting really soon. All right. Well, like everything on my uh, list, not everything. You can go ahead and start us on that then. (laughs) Okay. So um, I'm going to go. No, no, no. We didn't do our honorable mentions. Oh, okay. Okay. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> right. Because you have what, 50? <laughs> it's not 50. It's like, it's, a, it's like five more. I did 10. More. Okay. Um, so, Resident Alien, Superman and Lois is amazing. Uh, Mayor of East Town Invasion, Kelly. The Wonder Years, that is the new Wonder Years, is amazing. And um, I don't know if this fits because it was tur- it's Turkish, but it's, it's new again on uh, Univision Tele. Was it one of the Spanish shows? Um, Herakai Amor in Vinganza. Of course, that's the Spanish version, but it's really Turkish. Like, this is the one that stills all my time. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> Kelly, your honorable mentions. The Morning Show on Apple TV Plus, Ted Lasso on Apple TV Plus, then The Handmaid's Tale on Hulu. I thought this last season of Handmaid's Tale was good again. Okay. Yeah, I was disappointed with the previous season. Mm. I don't remember why. I just remember being, eh, it was fine. <laughs> but this season I was back into it. Mm-hmm. I adore the morning show and Ted Lasso, and I'm sorry they didn't make my top five. Or guess what? Most of my honorable mentions are documentaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have Earth at Night in Color, Naomi mm-hmm. Osaka, okay. Exterminate All the Brutes, Black and Missing. Oh nuclear mm-hmm. family and then um, some scripted shows only murders in the building invasion and big sky the first season <laughs> <laughs> agree agree i wonder if i finished i don't think i finished this the this one yet the most recent i don't know I, I is it still going for me yeah, it was a mid-season finale. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Their mid-season. I don't remember break. if I finished the mid-season finale. Yeah, they'll be back. In it, 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 you know, it's not as if I was like chomping at the bit every week to go. Oh my god! Yeah. What? Yeah, I, that was yeah. season one. 
yeah yeah this season yeah okay mm-hmm. so yeah when you when you're not even sure it's like mm. mm-hmm. okay. yeah so okay and kelly we'll start with you for the um top five what we're looking forward to anticipated for okay these are not in order of what well okay yes they are yes they are and they happen to be in what might be chronological order at least this first one is cap coming up uh in what is that like eight days uh the gilded age hbo max premieres january 24th it is a series so this is series one uh, uh, season one 10 episodes Carrie Coon, Cynthia, Carrie Coon from The Leftovers, Cynthia Nixon, Christine Baranski, and Jean Triplehorn. All right, Court. Oh, um, so this one, I actually sent you guys the trailer for this one. It's uh, Kimmy, K-I-M-I, with Zoe Kravitz. It's it's a Steven Soderbergh joint. Um, It's going to be on HBO Max. It's from HBO Max and New Line Cinema. Um, It's coming on February the 10th. Um, mm-hmm. And just real quick, um, the film sees Zoe Kravitz stars as, as a homebound voice stream interpreter who believes she has listened in on a possible murder. And that's all I say. And it looks really good. Yes, yeah. it does. That trailer is awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> in Susan fashion, I forgot about this part of the assignment. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> So this is the most, easiest part to me. I just scrolled through my calendar. Exactly. So my most anticipated is hearing what your most anticipated. Are. <laughs> so. There you go. So cool. Kelly, back to you. Okay. My number two is Kimmy. Perfect. So Corey, All right. um, my number two is a uh, sci-fi fantasy. Um, with one of our favorites, Michelle Yeoh. It's everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, and I don't really know too much of what it's about. It just looks amazing. Um, it has Jamie Lee Curtis, Jenny Slate, Harry Shum, um, He Hood Kwan, just a lot of great people. And the trailer for it looks awesome too. So go check that out. And you know, what's, oh. what was actually the, the tough thing about doing this though, was I based my list only off of my calendar. So -hmm. what I had written down and it is heavy on the next like two months. And, but there are two things I know about that don't have release date yet. So those Mm -hmm. are on uh, my list, but there are things that'll come out during award season at the end of the year that haven't been announced yet. Right. We don't know. So this is tough. You know, what I've got down now, I are, are only what I know, things that I know about. So yeah, the, I did not go looking up shows or movies we're anticipating for 2022. I didn't look anything like that up. I'm yeah, I, I looked only at my calendar. All right. So my number three, my number three is nope. Yes, me too. Coming out. On July 22nd, it's a Jordan Peele film starring Kiki Palmer, Daniel Kaluuya, and Steven Yeun. There is no description on IMDb, and who needs one? Exactly. Yeah. That's fantastic. 
Yeah. yeah. As, as soon as we we heard the name of the movie, nope. We were like, yeah, that's what a black person says when some shit's going down. <laughs> and you're like, nope. And you turn around and you leave. So it could be anything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, that was my number three also. <laughs> so perfect. <laughs> that's great my number two justin thoreau woody harrelson in the hbo max five-part limited series the white house plumbers unknown release date they finished filming it's in post-production they say it's this year it is based on the true story of how nixon's own political saboteurs and watergate masterminds e howard hunt and g gordon liddy accidentally toppled the presidency they were trying to protect cannot wait even though they've both got mustaches They're but oh my god yeah. Okay, true. But Justin Thoreau's uh, Instagram account is the best <laughs> thing to follow on Instagram, other than like this. Is that your number one from most Norway? Anticipated? Yes. <laughs> yes. That Instagram That's account. A, yeah. Yes. And his dog Kuma's account. Oh my God. That dog is so precious. Uh, I'm not even a dog person. I mean, an animal person, but I'm a cat person. Um, but oh my god, it, they just look like they had so much fun on that movie. Cats, don't you do that about cats? Cats are not jerks, they have personality, and I like that they, they like certain people and not everyone. Yeah. Too many dogs like everyone. <laughs> I mean, I do love that about them, but dogs don't people don't deserve dogs. Dogs are too good for people. Not all dogs, hashtag not all dogs. <laughs> Some dogs are shits. <laughs> The, the smarter ones no no they're i don't know anyway onward sorry yeah. court you're number Phil- two philosophical dogs and cats <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> oh i know the answer to that i have the answer in that case <laughs> all right um so so my answer to number two um, I initially knew nothing about this movie and then I caught a preview one day and I was like oh shit um, it's The Northman uh, an <gasps> adventure drama with Alexander Skarsgård mm-hmm. uh, basically he's a young boy his uncle murders his entire family and I guess I think he gets sent off as a slave he's enslaved or whatever and has to make his mm-hmm. way back but do yeah we have a release? Stars. do we have a release uh, date April April <gasps> 2222 Nice. Okay. I got to write that down. Yeah. I've seen the trailer in the movie theater twice now and just, you know, you're in the theater. I'm not going to pull out my phone and write it down. So, and, and I try to April 22, April 22, April 22, and then you watch the movie and then you forget. Whatever. Anya Taylor-Joy is in this too. And so is his brother, Bill Skarsgård. So yay. Yay. I love Bill. Awesome. All right, my number one. I've been waiting for this for a couple of years now, and they keep messing up. Oh, I wrote down the wrong platform. Oh my God. Let's fix this. Okay. Uh, uh, coming to Apple TV Plus, Martin Scorsese, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jesse Plemons, Brendan Fraser, Robert De Niro, and John Lithgow, Killers of the Flower Moon. 
This is members of the Osage tribe in the United States are murdered under mysterious circumstances in the 1920s, sparking a major FBI investigation involving J. Edgar Hoover. This is based on the book by David Graham. And Scorsese and DiCaprio have been working on getting it made for a while now. Cool. Yeah, I've been looking yeah. forward to that one too. Yeah. Um, I got excited when you said Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus, because my mine is on there too. Um, oh. But this one is a drama. Um, it's suspicion. Um, it's you know four Brits um, come mm-hmm. under suspicion about the kidnapping of I guess a media mogul son or something like that. And it looks amazing. Uh, it has Elizabeth Hinstridge, whom I love. Um, she was in Agents of Shield. Um, Elias Gable, Tom Reese Harris, Georgie, Georgina Campbell, who is awesome. I've seen her in so many things. Um, but yeah, it looks. Oh, Uma Thurman's in this too. I think she plays the mom. The media oh, that's mobile. right and Kono Nayar I don't want to leave him out so it looks good it looks diverse I'm here for it that's great I do have that on my calendar too and yeah. I'll write things down and most of the time I won't make a note of who's in it or who directed or what's it about yeah. or anything and so that one I don't think I have anything written next to I'm like okay what is that and I, so I always have to go back and look things up which is fine yeah. sometimes I write down who the director is, yeah. you know, if it's something big, like, uh, the Soderbergh Kimmy, you know, I wrote, yeah. cause I'm like, why am I going to watch something called Kimmy, yeah. you know, <laughs> other than Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> so I put down Soderbergh. I'm like, Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Needed that and, reminder. And this one comes February 4th. So it's coming soon. Cool. Right. During spirit awards season though, as if we needed something yeah, else. Well. Another, an honorable mention for me. I think this is my only honorable mention because I just was going to have too many. Moonfall also comes out February 4th. Halle mm-hmm. Berry, John Bradley, um, it directed by Roland Emmerich, Donald Sutherland, Patrick Wilson, and Michael Pena. Yeah. My you know, fingers across that I can make it. Girl, yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you excited. shared it with me, didn't you? And you're yeah, like, yeah. Right up our alley. Yep. Disaster yes. film. Halle Berry. Oh, shit. Yes. Yeah. All for it. Um, and my honorable mentions, um, The Boys, season three, that's back in June. Atlanta, season three is back in March. Finally. Atlanta. Um, we don't have a date for Stranger Things yet, but that's coming back soon. So, mm-hmm. yay. Um, I, I want to see the new screen. But I'm going to wait. I'm going to be a good girl and wait a little longer. Um, and then Halloween ends because I'm ready. Let's mm. go. It's got to be better mm. than Halloween Kill. <laughs> and that's a preview for my disappointment of the year. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> You're setting yourself up for that already. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking about 2021. It cannot be as bad as that one. Like, no. <laughs> the original I watched so many times. Like I watched every day. I did. I watched every day that first year because it was after the pandemic or after the pandemic started. After lockdown or yeah. Yes, yeah. after lockdown. I watched that movie every single day for like months. And like this one, the Halloween kills, I saw maybe three times. I'm trying to think what it can't be really that bad. Mm. But I'll talk more about that soon. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> here's a, here's a science question. When do we stop saying in the pandemic referring to now? Because 
this is so prevalent now. Everyone is getting COVID. So when is it no longer a pandemic and just the state of things? Something to ponder. Not looking for us to answer it right now. I wonder if scientists have an answer. Yeah, might have to do with the mortality rates and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but my non-science answer is we're still in it. Like people drive me nuts when they say, well, we're getting sports in or we're done with it. Because it's not done with you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so, yeah, most of them are, most of the people saying, oh, it's over. They might be the unvaccinated. I don't know. Oh, but even when you've got it. So like, I just read that if you're boosted, like I am and get a breakthrough case, like I've got, then you can plan on being protected until the next variant. (laughs) And why do we get variants? Yeah. Thank you. Unvaccinated every six months or something. I I I'm planning on it. I I think we're going to need it yearly. I, it, every six months is untenable. People are not going to do that, but for people who already get a flu shot, it's reasonable then to go in and get a COVID booster at the same time. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what is going to end up happening. You know, not an expert, but that's what I'm anticipating. Yeah. Just because mm-hmm. it makes the most sense. You know, you need compliance. There are going to be so few people who are going to be willing to do it every six months. I'm willing and I would yeah. make the effort. So if they offered it to people every six months, great, I would go do it. But the majority mm-hmm. of people who would be willing to get it at all aren't right. going to go more than annually. Yeah. And that's still going to be a minority of people, I think. Yeah. Definitely. Sorry. But, Enough sorry. science for today. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. So since Susan didn't go, I can go with my comic book list. There you go. All right. So we have Thor, Love and Thunder because Thor, Chris Hemsworth, what are you talking about? Um, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was my favorite movie of that entire year. It was just so I'm going to say original what they did. It, it felt original, even though it was based mm-hmm. on the comic book. Like mm-hmm. the, the, I listened to that soundtrack, like just cover to cover for like months on end and I'll still pull it up and it's still like, it's, it's there. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, Wakanda forever. I don't know what that's going to feel like. We lost um, Chadwick and like, I don't know what's happening with the filming. The filming has stopped and it started several times um, because of different things, but Letitia's back. They've got her on and um, like, I can't remember his name right now. Wait a minute. What's that actor? Like somebody just got a really big pay bump because his story just got expanded. He was the, he was the dad in us. Um, oh. Winston, Winston Duke. He was in nine days. Another, God, I didn't see oh, nine yeah. days. That movie was fantastic last yes, year. It was. Um, but yeah, he got a pay bump because he's going to have an expanded role. So I don't know what that's going to mean. Will he be new, the new um, Black Panther? We'll see. Um, but like Black Panther, when it first came out, it meant so much to so many different people. Um, and now with Chad with Dawn, it's going gonna, it's gonna to mean something now. So I'm, I'm ready to see where the story leads. 
the new Batman <laughs> movie mm-hmm. uh, with Pattinson. So many people call him the the Twilight Boy still, but they don't understand this. He, he has been in so many different independent films over the years. Yes. Like he has proven that he is an amazing actor, and like mm-hmm. just the trailers for this movie has been fantastic. So I'm I'm ready. Yes, and yeah, I'm looking forward Kristen to that. Kristen Stewart did the same thing, you know, with mm-hmm. they took their Twilight money and yeah. doing all right. these independent films now. exactly exactly so it was for a reason um and i had tenet and he did yes yes he did tenet he didn't oh was that last year did we not or was that 20 no it was together 20 that was in 2020 together (laughs) yeah i know all right (laughs) pandemic time (laughs) yes um uh dr strange and um oh my god (laughs) the sequel the other sequel Um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness just because I'm looking forward to see where it takes the MCU next like you guys know I'm obsessed with these movies I'll go (laughs) just let me know when it is Um, but I'm I'm excited Elizabeth Olsen let's go Mm -hmm. I'm I'm stopped now even though yeah I'm stopped I'm gonna stop there are more lots more I was gonna say The Flash but let's go so I guess one of these days I need to catch up on all those uh, Marvel shows on Disney Plus uh, I yeah. I have the Flash on my calendar. You do. I don't remember who's in it. Why do I have but it on my calendar? That's a DC show, but um, that's Michael, true. Michael Keaton is going to be in it. They brought him back <gasps> as their Batman. Okay, so maybe that's why. That's right. Um, maybe. And if, who plays if the you Flash? Oh God, it's the dude who drew Girl. So I kind of shouldn't want to see this movie. Um, like the actor, um, the young actor, Ezra mm. Ezra Miller. Oh. Did you guys not see that video? He threw a girl a couple of years ago and then nobody ever talked about it again. Yeah, oh, that's the face thing. No. So I, I kind of shouldn't want to see this, oh. but I do. It's oh. going to be one of those movies. I, I must have but, seen the original trailer and liked it yeah. because otherwise it's weird that I would put that on my calendar. But I noticed Is it there, there earlier. I'm like, really? Isn't there? Know. There had to be a reason. Maybe there's not a trailer. There has to be a reason I put it on my right. list. It must be but the people in it then. It has to be. Like Michael Keaton is back as the Batman. Yeah. So then that may and, be um, why. That's probably it. And it's okay if you haven't seen any of the other movies because I think this is going to be them rebooting like what they did before um, yeah. and making changes as they see fit to move forward. So. Oh, and Ben Affleck is in it. Yeah. See, I've liked Ezra Miller. I did not know. Oh, and Michael Shannon. Mm-hmm. Wow. See, I love him. Maybe you did see a trailer. Maybe. I, I don't go looking for trailers anymore. I don't know what that is. No, if there's a trailer, it popped up for me somewhere. Or, yeah, a lot of movies still give away something at the very end or whatever. I read Maybe recently. Uh, yeah, and I read recently that marketing studies, movie marketing studies have shown that audiences want more stuff in trailers. They want to know what's coming, what they're getting into. No, (laughs) on average, no. These marketing studies show that. We are not the average. We want hints. We don't want to know. Yeah. We want to be teased. See, we like teasers, Mm -hmm. not promos or whatever i mean trailers were named that because they like trail it you know yeah the the movie but we like teasers 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause generally I'll watch that first trailer because it's mm-hmm. it's the tease it, it'll yeah. give you a small tease and then if another trailer pops up i actively avoid them because mm-hmm. like that matrix trailer that dropped uh, before mm-hmm. the movie came i avoided it because i didn't want to know anymore i didn't need to know anymore mm-hmm. i was already in yeah but, yeah but i was but, like, totally satisfied from the very to. first one yeah. exactly yeah, that one was exactly. great um but like the trailer for northman i had i didn't know anything about it all i knew was there was a movie called northman i didn't really do any um like looking into it beforehand i just saw the trailer i was like oh shit i need to see this yeah yeah the trailer in the theater yeah but i didn't yeah. see it i haven't seen it online i just saw what came up in the theater when i saw don't yeah. look up and then the matrix yeah and you know i had been yeah. skipping trailers in the movie theater too because like the movie theater mm-hmm. will play 30 minutes of trailers yes. before it starts I'm like the movie's already two hours and a half, so now I'm there for three hours. Plus, if there are credits afterwards, I'm sorry yeah. to sound like I'm complaining, but come on. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's nice to have something on the screen when you get there before the film, but yeah. oh my god, not Coke after it's, Coke after Coke ad. Yeah. No, and that's yeah. not all state. It's the the one with uh, Limu Emu and. Ted is that his name? <laughs> He's wearing yellow, and the uh, the uh, emu is wearing a yellow shirt too. And it's Liberty Liberty Insurance. Okay. It worked, but I'm not buying it. I used right. USAA, so I'm not leaving. <laughs> you don't do Drake from State Farm. <laughs> oh, I love him. Actually, yeah, I love him. When the when the woman gives him all those steaks now you know don't eat meat and the other woman brings him all those pizzas and yeah I like those I like him but of course favorite is of course mayhem <laughs> has to be oh yeah just because he is mayhem and that's the character yeah. he plays in many different oh shows. okay anyway okay. So for next week, we will be, well, I remember at the beginning, I mentioned a festival. We will be (laughs) watching uh, Sundance movies and in between doing our homework for the Soupies and for the Spirit Awards, we'll be busy and just, you know, regular other homework. (laughs) Life, life, life. Yeah. Yeah. Can I recommend a couple of things just in case people don't have enough to watch? Um, Ava DuVernay has a new show called Naomi. It's a young black girl, she, but she turns into a superhero. So um, like that's on my recommend list. It's, it's an original, well, it's based on a comic book, but it's something like I've never heard of before. I didn't know who she was. Mm-hmm. So I recommend that. And then um, like, I kind of recommend that you guys check out Peacemaker on HBO Max. It doesn't matter if you saw Suicide Squad or any DCEU things, whatever. Just watch it. If you don't watch it to watch the show, just watch opening credits. Do that for me. And that's all I ask you. Scott at the Serious TV Drama Podcast commented on Facebook yesterday mm-hmm. or the day before that he can't get enough of the opening of the Peacemaker. Yeah. You got to watch it, at least for the opening credits. Okay. Because at first I was like, hmm. And then the opening crash was like, <gasps> wow, that's wild. Yeah. And it's HBO Max, right? Yes, our favorite. With Apple TV Plus sneaking up yeah. there, it'll be a strong rival when Apple TV Plus has a huge catalog. Mm-hmm. Anyway. 
<laughs> so, uh, so yeah, next week we'll talk about what we've seen at the festival so far at Sundance and probably have some other recommendations for you too. Mm -hmm. So until then, everybody geek on.